it's Mary. Um, I wanted to take a minute and thank everyone for listening and for your ongoing support. There's a few people that made Wings with Friends possible. Um, just to give them a little bit of a shout out, they are Shelby Mitchell. She did all of the graphic design, our wonderful logo, our business cards, now our stickers, and hopefully in the future our magnets. Um, also, our music is by John Duran. He's from a wonderful LA-based band called The Violet Minefield. Um, my brother, Tim Upchurch, couldn't have done it without him. Thank you so much. And also, I'd like to thank Rick, Bob, and Jeremiah from the 123 Jokes podcast. Check them out. Very fun and funny podcast. I'd also like to thank those who listen and let me know and give me feedback and just tell me all the time, and I like that a lot. Um, Electa, Stephanie, Jesse, Jess, John Grow, and the two coolest ladies, really great fans, Blythe and Brody. Thank you so much for listening. But wait, there's more. I'd love to hear your wing stories. Do you have one? Do you have a wing story? Maybe you went to an epic party where wings were just happened to be served. Maybe you went on a best or worst date where you ordered wings. Maybe a wing contest. What's your best memory where a wing was present? I want to hear it. Email your wing stories to wingswithfriends at gmail.com. You could win a $10 Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. Um, also, I've got stickers. Want one? All you have to do is like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram, and then email me at wingswithfriends at gmail.com and tell me where to send your sticker. So thanks again, everybody. I couldn't do it without you, and I look forward to more wings, more friends, and lots of laughs. Enjoy the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Are you having a good day so far? I'm having a great day. It's Sunday. It's beautiful out. We're alive. We're breathing. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't ask much for much more than that. Welcome back to Wings with Friends, everybody. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I am so glad and happy to be here with vocalist, radio personality, actress, <laughs> Angie Gomez. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I am excited to have somebody so talented for once on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's a knock to all my comedian I friends. I was going to say, what about your guests in the past? They're all comedians, and so... That was just, I was just joking. They're yeah, all You talented. know, it takes a lot to get up on stage, so. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, and I had the pleasure of meeting you not that long ago. I was in a contest um, at House of Comedy for. About a month ago, right? Was it a month ago? Yeah. It's been so busy and I time's know. flying. It's definitely flown by. And actually, when I scheduled this, I felt like it was so long. Like, oh, in November we can meet. <laughs> and here it is. Here it is. <laughs> but we're doing the contest. It was for Jack Astadorian. Mm-hmm. And it was to win a spot opening up for him at the Ontario Improv in L.A. I did not win, but I did make top three, which made me really happy. And like I mentioned to you before, you were definitely my winner in my book. And uh, unfortunately, there was two other judges. So, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, so there was two other comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, exactly. Is that weird? I'm like, um, I brought you here today to ask what the hell is the matter with you? What? No. I'm, I was, that was one contest. Like, I was really happy. My friend Matt Micheletti won. Mm -hmm. And I think pretty sh soon he's going to be heading out to L.A. Yeah. And, and to open for Jack, which mm -hmm. will be totally fun. Yeah, Jack's a great friend of mine. He asked me to come out, be a judge for the contest, and I said, of course. And there was a lot of great talent, and uh, it was a fun night, a very, very fun night for all of us. It was a late night. 
Was it late? I yeah, the show started like 10 o'clock. Did it really start that late? I yeah. don't remember. It was late. Um, and I have a day job, so it was like, oh, man. <laughs> you were getting home at like 2 in the morning. You're like, oh, I got to get up in like three hours. <laughs> yeah, my rock and roll lifestyle is just like wearing <laughs> on me. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> so tell me about you, Angie. You have a really, really great diverse resume here. But like, how do you describe yourself? What are you primarily... Oh, wow. How do I describe myself? Um, well, I'll first start off by saying that like music is my passion. I love music. Um, I'm a vocalist in a local band here called Power Drive. I've been with them for about 16, 17 years. We're kind of in the Latin scene. Um, so I do that. Um, I'm a former radio personality. I did radio for 10 years wow. for a local radio station here also. And then most recently, um, I got cast in a movie. So we're going to start filming that so How I can exciting. now add actress to my resume. What's the movie about? Um, the movie, we haven't started filming it yet. Um, it's on, actually on IMDb. You can check it out. It's called Life of Consequences. Um, it's just basically about, you know, some bad choices that the main character, you know, chose in this movie. And I'm kind of like, you know, his best girl, former lover type of thing. So... I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that is so exciting. What a great credit. What a great opportunity. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And is it filming here in, in Arizona? Yeah, we're going to do it here in Arizona. I believe they are looking at location sites right now as we speak. So um, we're hoping to start filming probably in the next few weeks. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. exciting. And you're in my house right now. <laughs> so, and you said music is your passion. And you're, like, how often are you performing or with your band, um, Power Drive? We perform at least two nights a week, but there's times where we have performed up to five or six nights a week. Um, we do the casino circuit a lot, mm. um, local restaurants, festivals, corporate events. So we stay pretty busy. Yeah. Now I'm thinking back to like every time I've been somewhere and there's been a band and I'm always like, oh, how nice there's live music. You've probably seen us before. <laughs> I bet you I have. And I was like, why can't I do that? Oh, uh, you Just can. Soon. Just come on up, girl. Come on up. Anytime. <laughs> I'll stick to comedy. Um, I think the casinos for comedy is really good, too. Like yeah. if you can get in with them. Definitely. Um, maybe one day. And I do want to say that you were very, very hilarious. Seriously. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. You have a fan in me. I believe in you. So oh, thank you yes. so much. And you know, it's just, I think that's how it works. It's just one fan at a time. Just mm -hmm. delight one person at a time and they'll tell somebody and then they'll tell somebody else and then you have three fans. Yeah. <laughs> or 300. <laughs> 300. It's just, that's how it happens. Um, very, very cool. Is it, do you... It, it, with those weeks that you're performing, like, five nights a week, four or five nights, I'm going to be pretty exhausted. Yeah, but, you know, it's the love for music that actually drives me, you know? It's yeah. like, no matter how tired I am, or grouchy, or hungry, or hangry, it's like, as soon as you step on that stage, it just all goes away. And you, of all people, know that feeling. You know, you know the adrenaline rush, and... All that stuff, you know, it just yeah. all goes away and you're just up there to perform and give it your all. You're like doing what you do. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so when did this start? Like, when did you start singing? Oh, gosh. I've been singing pretty much all my life. My mother was a singer. Oh. Um, so, I mean, when I was probably like three or four listening to like Carol King and Linda Ronstadt and Rita Coolidge and so... I mean, I just grew up in a house full of listening to music, different types yeah. and genres. 
Did you, so did you have to tell your mom like, Hey, I want to, I want to do this. Or is it something you pursued on your own? Like, when did you move to make it a career? Um, I probably moved to make it a career about 20 years ago. Wow. Um, a friend of mine had this like uncle who had this little chicken scratch band and she was like, Hey, my uncle's looking for a singer. And I was like, all right, cool. So like I went and I, you know, auditioned for them and, I'm assuming I was probably the only person to audition that day. <laughs> and they were like, you're hired. And so um, we didn't really do like a lot of shows. We just did a lot of rehearsal. And I think that's where like, because you have to develop some sort of ear for live music. Like yeah. anybody can go and do karaoke. You know, you have mm -hmm. the words in front of you, the music's playing. But when you're with a live band, it is so much different than karaoke. So I think that first band actually, I learned a lot with them. And I went through another band after that before I finally ended up with Power Drive. But I was a huge fan of Power Drive before I became a member. Really? How many yeah. people are in Power Drive? We are a 10-piece band. What? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we do, like, the salsa, the cumbias. So you need those, you know, acoustics and percussion and horns. And so we got all of that. Oh, dang. This is a real deal here. Yeah, girl. I need to come and watch you. <laughs> For um, sure. So... How do you remember songs? I've always wondered that about live musicians. Like, how do you remember <laughs> the songs? I'm just really good at covering it up. <laughs> um, well, we, I mean, we were talking earlier about Selena, and Selena is actually one of the artists that I do cover. And, you know, I've sang Como La Flor, you know, probably thousands and thousands of times. And, you know, you, after that, you just, you know, you just kind of, it's just like the back of your hand, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I do have my nights where I do make mistakes, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just good at covering it up. <laughs> so there's a real parallel to comedy there, right? right? Exactly. You just, yeah, like, how do I remember my the my mom joke? Mm -hmm. It's just it's just in my brain. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that is nice. I love, it's like how we're all so different, but yet these things that we have, like, in common. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, also when you're talking about putting, you know, the band coming together and you're rehearsing and learning a lot, it just makes me think about, if you want to be a singer, go be a singer. If you're not singing, you're not a singer. Mm -hmm. Or for me, if I want to be a comedian, go do comedy. You don't know how many times I've met um, guys and girls, you know, who are like, oh, I want to be a singer. You know, I want to sing with a band. And I'm like, okay, come up and sing a song. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's like you got to overcome that heel to yeah. do be a singer or a comedian in your case or any of that. You know, it's like you got to come over that to become who you are. You yeah. Know, if you can't, then it's going to be a constant battle with yourself. Yeah. Um, like, are you thinking of, like, stage fright? Yeah. Or, stage yeah. Stage fright or, you know. And whatever that hump is, mm -hmm. to just do it. Whether it's stage fright or, you know, you're not sure or, you know, you're not comfortable. So. Yeah, just do it. And mm -hmm. then you are one. Yeah. Right? I think once you do it, then it's like, okay, it's done and it's over with. And you, you can act better. Yeah. You know? Sing better. Tell jokes better. <laughs> yeah. And that was the thing is like uh, I created a podcast and then it was like, oh, I have a podcast now. Now I'm free to ask cool people to be on my podcast. Mm -hmm. Like it's a thing. It's alive now. Um, same thing with comedy. It's like almost wish it would slow down. Right. Like once you are in existence, then people need there's a need for musicians at all of the places you perform. Absolutely. Yeah.
The opportunities are out there. They are. Um, I think one of the things that makes me a little sad is I feel like live music is kind of like dying down a little bit. Oh, really? You know, I mean, it's it's hard for, you know, clubs and restaurants and stuff to accommodate a live band. And I just, I, I'm all for supporting live music, you know. Yeah. If, if you can go out there and support it and, and um, watch it, I totally encourage it. Definitely. And same thing with comedy too. Yeah. You know? Well, and I was, I was saying this on a different podcast about how I love when I'm at a concert and I see people bringing children. Um, and it, it looks weird at first, but it's like, no, like help these little kids see that like what they're hearing on their iPods, iPad. How old am I? <laughs> right. Those iPod days. No, what they're hearing on their computers, like somebody created that, like that's a skill and a talent. And uh, they're playing an instrument. So, like, seeing that live. Right. Um, just the purity of it. And I always think, like, the younger the better, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure people are like, you're crazy taking kids to a concert. How dare you? It's so loud. But um, I think it's great. If yeah. I had a child, I would definitely be. They got their like, little headphones on, yeah. protecting their ears. And uh, just don't put them in the mosh pit. <laughs> and it's fine. Definitely don't put your child in the mosh pit, but definitely take them to a concert. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Because <laughs> your friends don't want to go with you anymore. Yeah. Once you have kids, they don't want to go. Your friends don't go. Your kids will be your dates to these exactly. concerts. That is neat. Oh, so we had some wings today. We had. We did. Thank you so much for lunch. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for bringing, coming here and waiting all that time. <laughs> I got to meet Bixby. Bixby is Claire, my roommate's dog. He's super sweet. And hey, Bixby. He is a good dog. He's very sweet. I was thinking he was probably going to be by me, but... Uh, Sometimes he'll be licking your toes. Oh, he is by me. He yeah. is. Bixby has a doggy Fitbit. I saw that. The whistle. Claire told me about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about getting my dog a whistle, a doggy Fitbit, but then I thought, she doesn't do anything all day, <laughs> so it would be a complete waste. What kind of dog is she? I have an English bulldog. Oh, my gosh. She's I would got probably, like 10 steps. I would probably check her Fitbit and be like two steps, one out the doggy door and back in, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> what is sweet? What's her name? Lucy. 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 <laughs> so sweet. This is like the best because I get him for six months, and then I guess I'll be alone after that. Mm. I had a dog, but he moved in with my mom. You can borrow my dog. She doesn't do anything, but you can borrow her if you want. <laughs> just, you need somebody to cuddle with. Yeah, she's she loves to cuddle. Um, she snores, and she has gas all the time. Um, so if you want to borrow her, you are more than welcome to. <laughs> well, we'll think about that one. <laughs> so we had lemon pepper wings from Native Grill and Wings. What would you think? I love lemon pepper. I now do, too. Are you a fan of lemon pepper now? Yeah. I mean, I've always liked lemon pepper. I've never had the flavor of wing. Mm-hmm. I've had other wing guests talk about it, but this is the first time I've ordered it. Yeah, so um, my go-to is Honey Hot. Mm-hmm. I love Honey Hot, but I am a huge fan of the dry rub, which is the lemon pepper and the Asiago Parmesan. And you actually talked about the salt and vinegar. That's that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I love wings. Yeah. So do you prefer, like, the flats or the drummies? I am a drumstick girl. Oh, we're the perfect, like, wing Yes. Days. When you brought the wings today and they were, like, flats and drummies, I was like, please don't take my drummies. Please don't take my drummies. 
And then you took the flats, and I'm like, yes, that's my soul sister. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about that with other people. They're like, like if you marry somebody, you need to marry somebody who is the opposite, uh, so you can always have wings. <laughs> right. um, yeah. No, that worked out really great. Do you do ranch or blue cheese? Um, I like both. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so, and it kind of depends on the flavor, too. Like, with the Asiago Parmesan, I do like the blue cheese better than the ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, with the lemon pepper, I like the ranch better. But I'll take both. Yeah, I, do, I like that, too. I want to try everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talked about the Asiago Parm, is it from Native that you've had yes. that? Mm-hmm. So I have had that one, and I felt like it was too dry. Like, I feel like it needs some butter sauce on it really? or something. Um, you know who kind of has like a creamy Asiago Parmesan is um, I know. Oh gosh, I forget the name of is it. Is it ATL Wings? No. Okay, ATL Wings does. Uncle Bear's. Is that what it is? Ooh. Yes. They have wings. Uh huh. I think so. Okay, I'll go there. There's one close to here. Yeah. I used to go there for karaoke. Really? Yeah. What's your favorite karaoke song? Oh my gosh. Okay, I can't sing. I'm not a singer like you. You were singing earlier. I heard I, you. My friends always told me I was tone deaf. <laughs> I can't count, so I can't do things on time. Okay. I don't I have no concept of that. But when I karaoke, my go-to songs are Let's Hear It For The Boy by Denise Williams. Okay, that's a good one. Because I like the way it's like, well, maybe he's no Romeo, but he's my love <laughs> one-man show. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Joey Lawrence. <laughs> and then I do um, Keep On Loving You by Ario Speedwagon. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I do it well. I just, I do it. Yeah, I like your your taste in music. Thank you. Are you Speedwagon? I've learned yes. you've got to know every word to the song if you're going to karaoke. It doesn't matter if they show you the lyrics, mm-hmm. but if you're going to be able to karaoke it, you've got to know the words. Karaoke has come a long, long way. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still evolving. Like We got the, the small room karaoke mm-hmm. now everywhere. That's from like Japan or something. <laughs> right, Claire? Is that where it came from? Claire's making um, tarts. She's nodding. We're waiting anxiously for those tarts to get finished. She's making um, apple tarts (laughs) for her Friendsgiving. So we're (laughs) trying to steal them before there. Um, So, yeah, those are my characters. Sometimes Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. And, oh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. I like your style, girl. Mm -hmm. I like all sorts of music, though. Um, Yeah. What do, you, do you ever karaoke, or is that just kind of like giving away for free? <laughs> no. Um, I actually like to go to karaoke with my friends, but I like my friends to sing for me. Yeah. So, like, if you and I were to do karaoke, yeah. I'd be like, all right, Mary, go do this song. Go do this song. Go that do would be perfect. I'm like, me. We could do, like, kamikaze karaoke, where, like, we pick songs for each other. Oh, and, like, that's whoever fun. messes up has to buy the other person a drink. Oh, that's so, fun. Yeah. That just made that interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, because you would be singing for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we let's plan that. Let's do that. Uh, like karaoke drunk night. And invite some people to come out. Yeah, kamikaze karaoke. Kamikaze karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> Death match. <laughs> you have to do fireball shots. Yes, every time. exactly. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, so. I was asking you if you had any wing stories, and you said, I don't think so, but you do like wings. You have some strong opinions on meat and or, you know, you were telling me about a choice you made and then unmade. Yeah, um, I was telling you that uh, back in February, I 
turned vegan for four months. You just turned vegan. Like, overnight. <laughs> like, seriously, I watched the show on Netflix, and it just, like, it scared me and yeah. grossed me out at the same time. And then just, like, overnight I turned vegan. But being vegan is really hard. Like, if, if you know anybody who's vegan, like, I give props to people who are vegan, like, every day, months, years, all that stuff. Like, it's, be, it's hard being a vegan. What do you eat when you're vegan? Um, I mean, you don't eat no, no, no animal-based products. I mean, you even have to look at, like, certain candy to make sure that, it, you know, it doesn't have, um, like, what is that stuff that they put in Jello? Gelatin. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So candy. Almost everything has milk or egg in it, and mm. that's, like, the biggest thing. But I think for me, the hardest part was cheese. Yeah. Cheese was, like, my hardest thing. The smell, the tarts smell really good right do. now. They smell really good. I went on a cruise a couple weeks ago, and one of my favorite things was, like, the cheese. There was, like, a meat and cheese area uh, in the buffet, and there was, like, a whole wheel of brie, and I could cut a piece that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are stingy with cheese, yeah. like, good cheese. And this brie was, like, so good. <laughs> So, yeah, I can imagine that'd be really hard. Vegan cheese is like plastic. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's like I tried a vegan pizza, and I was like, what am I eating? When my friends had one like that, it had, I think it was made of cauliflower. Oh, yeah, those ma- are good. Those yeah, that good. looks mm-hmm. decent. Yeah. Hmm. And it can be expensive to find the substitutes that you need. It is. Being a vegan is very, very expensive. Um, you know, they have, like, vegan sour cream and um, vegan cheese and um, vegan butter but it comes with a price. It's probably yeah. like double what you're going to pay for it's crazy. what you normally would pay for in a grocery store. Did you feel good after going four months oh, vegan? Oh, I felt so good. Yeah, yeah. I felt good. But uh, then I cracked down after about four months. But <laughs> I still, I don't eat pork. Um, I eat meat, beef every now and then. I'll have a little bite of this or that. Um, but I definitely do eat chicken, obviously. We had wings. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think some of the times the habits that you you learn from doing things like that are really helpful. Like I stopped drinking Diet Coke um, when I was doing Whole30 in July, which I feel better about. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's bad for me, but I know it's not that good for me. I heard, and I don't know how true this is, that if you're going to drink a Diet Coke, you might as well just drink a regular Coke. Yeah. So, like um, real sugar versus the fake stuff. I love both, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about it lately. Like I was at brunch today and I kind of wanted a Coke. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of going hard on the soda waters. Mm-hmm. So, eh. um, this is La Croix? Yeah. Okay. Have you had the ice before? Which the one? Ice, the ice drinks. Oh, I've seen those. So those are actually pretty good too. They have sweet, they're sweetened though. Yeah, they're sweetened. Yeah. Um, but they're, I like those too. So. Yeah. I'm, I want to be like one of those people who's like, I just, just water's fine. <laughs> I'll just have a water. You know what I mean? <laughs> just have a water. Just a water, please. I asked for a water one time, um, and I was like, can I get extra lemon? And they're like, yeah, so they bring me lemon. Next thing I know, I'm like adding sugar, and I'm like making my own lemonade. <laughs> I'm like, that totally defeated the purpose of water. <laughs> That's like the ghetto lemonade. Like, I, I don't know. have any money. I'm going to just make my own. Well, I was like, I'm going to be good. I'm going to order water. And she brought me water. I'm like, can I have extra lemon? So we put yeah. some lemon wedges in there, and I'm like, mm, I'm just going to put one pack of Splenda in there. <laughs> and then again, I'm like squeezing the it lemon. It sounds really tasty, like that light, you yeah. know, just like a really light lemonade, not too lemony. <laughs> People at the other tables are looking at me like, this girl's making her own lemonade I've, at the table. I've been to some restaurants where 
there's a sign on the door. Like, I go to a lot of wing places now, mm-hmm. right? There's a sign on the door that says, you, you cannot bring in your own additives. Like, really? Something like that. I think people bring, like, Kool-Aid packets. Really? Or those little, like, you know, the little bottles with the flavoring? Oh, yeah, that you, like... Um, Squirt and water, yeah. They're like, uh, no, not in here, buddy. I haven't seen a sign that says that. Maybe I'm just not looking. Yeah, maybe you go to better places, but I notice like in some of like the not so great places it says that. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. What am I trying to say? <laughs> um, what's been like? Okay, so I want to talk about power drive and. Um, and just your career, like, what's been one of your favorite opportunities or shows that you've done or, you know, people you've worked with? Like, what's been your favorite? Um, well, because I've been affiliated with a few different things, like the radio station, the band, um, acting is obviously something new, so I haven't really dove into that completely. But I think with the band, um, it's, you know, we've had opportunities to travel out of state. We've been to Texas. We've been to San Diego. And I think the traveling part um, with the band is always something that's really fun. Not to mention, like, some of the groups that we've opened up for. Like, we've opened up for Ozo Motley. We've opened up for the Lonely Boys. Nice. So that's always, like, a great opportunity. Um, is Ozo Motley from San Diego? I believe so. I I'm from, from San Diego, and I just remember always seeing them in the reader, mm-hmm. like, the New Times or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing. I I'm think, sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. I think I think they are from California. I'm not too familiar with their music. Um but then with the radio station, it's like, I mean, there's so many great opportunities are there also, you know, opening or hosting concerts, meeting, um, you know, singers and mm-hmm. famous bands and classic bands and stuff like that. So there's kind of a lot. It's not just one thing that has really um, stuck with me. I, I've been blessed to be a part of a lot of great opportunities. Yeah. So you mentioned to me that you have a passion for like empowering young women and, you know, helping them kind of, um, yeah, women just in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so where does that come from? Tell me about that. Um, you know what? I think being a public figure, I've just always wanted to inspire and empower and influence women. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually did a couple of women expos, um, a few years ago and, um, you know, just giving women a voice in general, you know? Yeah. So I always feel like everything that I do is always, you know, to benefit women. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with that. Um, I I haven't always felt like that, but I think since starting comedy, like, I see the need for it. Um, when I did improv, I used to do improv with a family-friendly uh, troop, and there was always, like, little girls in the audience, and they would always come up to me after, and they'd be like, what's your favorite yes. color? And, and I just grew to, I just love that so much, and then I was thinking, like, oh, like, how great for them to see somebody like me on stage, that it's not... Well, you're a celebrity in their eyes. Like, they see yeah. you up there, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, she's, you know, you're famous in their eyes. Right, and I'm, I'm really, it's, I'm really glad that they can see somebody who's not super skinny, who has brown hair, who, you know, maybe looks like them or their friends, you know, and it sounds funny for me to say, but I remember as a kid, like, I, I, that's who I liked. Mm -hmm. I liked the, you know, Three's Company. I liked Janet because she had brown hair and like you, you look for the people who look like you. Right. Or you're, you're drawn to those people. Absolutely. So so if I can be that for somebody, I think that's really neat. I mean, think about where I would be right now if my parents had taken me to a comedy show. Maybe I wouldn't be on the streets or, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
maybe I wouldn't be doing comedy. No. We wouldn't be doing this podcast in the back alley. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have had this. I absolutely feel the same way that mm. you do. Though, like, I just want to be an example, a role model for, role model for women. You know, um, so many women, well, just people in general just go through so much in this day and time, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you want to give them a smile, or you want to give them, you know, you want to entertain them, a laugh, yeah. you know, anything that's going to make a difference in their life. We're so good. I know. We should form a gang. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a gang that does, like, bad things for good reasons. <laughs> yeah. We're like, don't mess with us. Can we ride scooters? We can, yeah. A scooter game? Wait, do we have to wear a helmet? Mm, no, we no. don't need a helmet. <laughs> We're rebels. We're rebels. <laughs> we can call ourselves the Tempe Tantrums. I always... I'm down. <laughs> We're going to empower you, okay? Yes, we are. <laughs> um, no, that's really cool. What are you looking forward to? What's on your plate? Or what do you... I know you've got the, the movie you're filming. Yeah. Uh, I'm that's actually, pretty big. I'm really looking forward to that because this is like something totally out of my element. Of course, I'm going to embrace it with everything that I got. And yeah. it's a new challenge for me. So I'm definitely looking forward to um, the movie. You actually asked me um, earlier if I have ever released an album. Yeah. Um, I've never released a complete album, even though I've recorded one. Um, but I do have some songs on iTunes. Um, but that would actually be another goal of mine, too, is yeah. to maybe release just a couple of singles. And I actually had a project um, that I haven't been able to um, start. And it was about um, doing a song for missing kids here in Arizona. Mm. So I thought about writing a song and maybe, you know, putting that out there to see if maybe we can bring one of those kids home to their family oh. and stuff so it's a project that I'm kind of in the works with so hopefully do you um do you write a lot um I like to write I just don't have a lot of time yeah I feel the same way I need to write more yeah Ugh. I'm just always like go 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 and yeah. so yeah I need like a day to just sit down and just write but then if you had that day I'd find a hundred other things to do right you're like <laughs> I and I need to catch up on my DVR <laughs> <laughs> That's we need okay. to make time to write. We're creative people. Mm-hmm. We've got so much going on. <laughs> I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way though. And and like it's like an amalgamation. Is that the right word? Like all of the things, like you said, like radio, um, you know, acting, doing um, shows, putting that all together. It puts you in the right places to meet people and have other opportunities Absolutely. and oh I saw you here let's do this or mm-hmm. um so I think that's really fantastic do people ever get um have you ever had any weird fans or any <laughs> and like weirdos what's like the strangest thing somebody's done after a show or during um oh gosh it's um so somebody actually got a tattoo of my face on their arm what <laughs> and it wasn't like your boyfriend no <laughs> So I've come across some strange things, but yeah. How did, wait, wait, I want to, I want to, let's, uh, so our listeners can visualize this. How did they show you this tattoo? Um, so they didn't show me the tattoo. Actually, apparently the tattoo artist posted it on his um, social media and then somebody realized that it was me and they were like, hey, did you know that somebody got a tattoo of you on their arm? And I was like, no way. And so they sent me a screenshot of it. And I was like, wow, that is me. Like, Really? Like, yeah. it was you? It was me, yeah. So um, I contacted the tattoo artist, and I was like, hey, like, that's me on somebody's arm. 
I'm like, can you, like, give me a little bit of information about this? And he was like, well, due to, like, privacy reasons, like, I can't really, you know, tell you anything about it. And I'm like, okay, just answer one question for me. Do I have anything to be afraid of? And he's like, no. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay. (laughs) I would ask a follow-up question, and I'd be like, are they cute? (laughs) Do they have a job? Are they between, like, 35 and 45? Are they six feet tall? (laughs) How tall is he? What kind of car were they driving? Just kidding. (laughs) That's love right there. You know, I I have a joke, but a lot of people have this joke, so I don't always say it. But, like, the difference between a stalker and a boyfriend is attractiveness. (laughs) It was actually Chris Rock. He said a long time ago, like, if Clarence Thomas looked like Denzel Washington, there wouldn't have been a a problem or whatever (laughs) with the... I don't know. I don't feel comfortable saying that anymore because people are out of control. I seen this meme. Um, it was like <laughs> I seen this meme. Oh my gosh, that'd be a funny. That'd be a funny like Instagram account. I seen this, I seen meme. this meme. I seen this meme and it said it was like an article that was somebody took a picture of it and it said I married my stalker, and then it said this could be us, but you keep calling the cops on me. <laughs> um. Heard recently, one of my friends' friends' family members, like, they're like, oh, well, they had a lot of problems when, like, it was a young couple and like they got married, but like they had problems when they were younger because he was like stalking her, and I'm like, how? What the heck? How did he make that transition? Exactly. However, maybe she liked it. Two, like you know, he's always gonna take care of you. Like True. He's, he's he, and I, I mean, I consider myself a feminist, but. If I if I uh, get married or have so, I want somebody to to okay how do I say this to where it doesn't sound awful but like take ownership of like I it's my job to protect you right um, but let's not get crazy but you know like <laughs> I need to keep you safe <laughs> no I'm just talking about like you always gotta sleep with one eye open <laughs> <laughs> you're like I don't need to be protected like tied up in my own home. <laughs> He's like, uh, let's go, go to bed. And then he's like putting like rope and <laughs> handcuffs so on you. And I want to make sure you don't run away from me in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so no, not like that. I didn't mean to go there. But like, um, so yeah, I guess it's a fine line because the people you know who get married and they are in super in love, like there's, it's probably just like one step before crazy. <laughs> and if they're ugly, then it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> One step before crazy. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Angie's like, what did I get myself into? What else has happened at shows? Like, I mean, because people do you, I mean, people sometimes have like a healthy or unhealthy fascination with somebody on a stage. Like it's like automatic, like who is that person? Well, I've actually like had like a a drunk guy try to pull me off stage one time. Um, but yeah, I mean nothing too crazy. I mean That's good. nothing, you know, you're in a bar. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm sure there's you know, fights are gonna break out every now and then. And yeah. You're gonna get the drunk people and stuff. But for the most part, I mean I really truly appreciate people just coming out and supporting live music and supporting yeah. me. And so yeah, I mean, I try to, you know, be nice to everybody. Yeah, I, th- I think that's important. And that's one of my favorite things is when we get to say goodnight to people at the end of a show um, or they, like, shake your hand. And you're like, neat. Like, I like people. Mm-hmm. I, the times I've talked to people that, that I've seen on stage and they're weird and it just disappoints me. Yeah. But I know people are different. They don't mm-hmm. all like that. 
Are you from Arizona? I am. I'm from oh. a small town called Superior. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is east of here, so that's my home. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. What else? What else should we know about Angie Gomez? You didn't ask me what my favorite color was. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? Pink and anything that sparkles. <laughs> Are you a pink person, too? I am a pink. Are, Are you, you so happy? Yeah. Are you so happy everything's rose gold right now? I'm not a huge rose gold fan. Yeah, I am a silver fan though. Yeah, I like silver. Mm-hmm. I um, I do like rose gold. Um, what did I get? I like rose gold, but um, I have a watch. Sometimes it's hard to match things. Mm-hmm. But um, I like all the accessories and things that they're making, and the like copper and the gold and stuff. Yeah, I'm a silver girl, so yeah, um, not big on the rose gold. Um, but my phone is pink. so are you more of a bubblegum pink or a fuchsia pink like what's your pink um i like the bubblegum pink yeah Yeah. me too i like all pink i really have this idea and i need to find i want to find a dress like a bright pink dress Mm -hmm. with a kind of like a you know a good skirt and i I want to take a headshot or some promotional shots in there yeah for sure definitely maybe with i don't know i have all these ideas it's hard to find. And then I have one photographer friend who will kind of indulge me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, but I got to find the dress first. So, you asked me what I had in my future. So, I'm asking you what's in your oh future. Oh, my gosh. Thank because you. Because you're actually going to be introduced to a lot of fans in my audience. So, oh people my are God. probably like, who is this Mary Upchurch? Yeah. And how oh does Angie Gomez know her? <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so nice. And, um, okay. So, I'm a comedian. And I, my, my comedy is about, a lot of times about being single, and it's about being half Mexican. <laughs> Everybody loves my mom, Sabina, um, because she's just so funny and, and great. Um, and so I forgot what I was talking about. So I was just saying that for your fans <laughs> who are like, who is this girl? Um, but I think um, I'm trying to plan my 2019 right now. And, and I realize you have to kind of be ahead of the game, right? Like, I want to apply for more festivals, like comedy festivals. And I'm hoping with a couple of my friends to go to L.A. Um, once or twice next year to, like, do some shows and just network and meet people and have fun, too. And where can people see your content at? Like, are you on YouTube? I know you're on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram under uh, Mary Upchurch. I have a YouTube channel. It's um, Mary Upchurch or Mary Upchurch Comedy. You can find it. Um, I've just been, I've recently been creating small videos and shorts. So we're posting those there also. Um, and then on Facebook, Mary Upchurch. Um, and then like, like come to a show. It's the best time. We've got a great comedy scene here in Phoenix. So when is your next show? Oh, man, you're really good at this. Well, hello, I did radio. (laughs) I know, I was like, oh, crap. You know, the next one, um, I I started producing my own show, which I never thought I would do. I don't know how long I'll do it, but I have a show. It's kind of a satire. It's called the Sarah Huckabee Sanders Comedy Jam, and it's kind of politically themed. I I learned that I can look kind of like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So, um, and it's at Plasma in Phoenix on December 6th at 8.30 p.m. So that would be a really fun one. We've got, we're going to have a, um, we have characters, we have stand-ups, and we're, we're kind of making fun of the administration because, like, they really invite that on themselves. Um, but we kind of play both sides a little bit, and it, it's a good time. Um, and I think I have some other shows coming up at the Lounge and, um, and High Side Bar. Well, awesome. Well, I am actually was going to ask you if you would like to do a little show for my birthday. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. 
you know, it was just me and like 300 of my closest friends. Shut up. So what? Where? I figured maybe Mary Upchurch can come and, you know, do a little 15 minute set or something, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, I would love to. Every time somebody asks me to do like a private show, I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? I know a lot of good comedians. <laughs> You're like, you want me? Me. You're talking about me. <laughs> Where is your birthday? Um, so my birthday is December 14th, which is a Friday. Um, and um, I was thinking about this while I was driving out here. Um, I was like, oh, I'm going to invite Mary to my birthday party. And then I was like, wait, I should ask her to do like a little, you know, 10, 15 minute show. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be an opportunity to introduce you to a whole, you oh my know, gosh, yeah. different crowd. And so, I don't know, I just thought I'd put it out there. And Is it on Friday? If you were busy on December 14th, yeah. <laughs> well, let me check my calendar. I put her on the spot, so now she has to I, look at Where her. is it going to be? It's going to be in Central Phoenix. Mm-hmm. On the 14th? On the 14th, yes. At a restaurant called El Chino. Oh, crap. Wait. I think I can, because I'm flying home from St. Louis that day. And then I'll be... Uh, that'd be so much fun oh my gosh and you know what's nice um i can think about it now and i can write some new jokes yeah about angie and you (laughs) are you gonna roast me on my birthday no you can't roast (laughs) (laughs) maybe the angie gomez roast i'll call it the angie gomez boast (laughs) so it'll just be all nice stuff oh that's awesome like you're so nice Flowers probably perk up when you walk by. <laughs> well, it'll also give you an opportunity to check out my band, too. So. Yeah. No, that sounds like a total you know, blast. You can come up and, you know, sing Como La Flor, you know. <laughs> I have once came up with my own, um, what kind of, what do you call the traditional version of that? Uh, the traditional, like, Latin music, the, like, Celia, and, uh, like, it's like an opera, not opera, but, like, does it have a name? Salsa? No, just like the, like the, like the, hold on. Claire, it smells like it's burning. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Um, you know, the, the traditional kind of uh, Mexican, and there's a woman like, like just singing it, you know, like, uh, maybe it's not. The house isn't burning down, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're good. We don't have to call 911. It smells a little burning, is the why. <laughs> Claire, okay, I'm just telling you. I'm just sorry. Sorry, I'm all over the place. I just wanted to distract myself from the fact that I couldn't get this. Anyways, I came up with my own song. Okay. And it was like, and I, um, now I'm embarrassed because I'm going to sing it. Do it's, it. Well, because I just take all the Spanish words I know mm-hmm. and put them together. Okay. <clears throat> and it starts like, uh, como, wait. Como me duele mi corazón. Like, I just talk about my heart. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. No. Bravo. And then I, then I bring in, like, tus ojos. Duele mi corazón. So you're talking about your eyes and your heart. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm talking about somebody else's eyes uh-huh. and how they're just... They're... I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. Um, I grew up um, watching you know, like Spanish television. And so I would imitate, um, some of those like archetypes probably Mm -hmm. like the, like the kids in the, the children's shows, like they always kind of seem to have the same voices or like, Papa, Papa, you can't come in. (laughs) 
Or that was my cousins, actually. I'm like, Papa, tengo hambre. <laughs> like that whiny. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the stuff I would hear in mirror. And I'm really sorry. If you want to uninvite me to your birthday, I'll understand. <laughs> no, I want you there. Oh, my gosh. I'll be so, so You know, fun. when you were like, Claire, it's burning. You know, when we were talking about, <laughs> about her tarts in the oven. Um, what is that bit where it's like, Ma, the meatloaf? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> what is that from? Is that Goonies or something? I don't know. <laughs> Claire! <laughs> the meatloaf, Ma! She always, she always proves me wrong. Like, she's such she's a like, smart millennial. Not. And she's so calm. Like, yeah. she came down the stairs with Grace, you know, walked over to the oven. She's like, it's not. And I'm like, yeah. she's like, sorry. It's fine. It yes. stinks. Um, we just don't want our tarts to burn because we're going to eat Mom, the them. meatloaf is from Wedding Crashers. I just Googled it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we're smelling is like the caramel from the tarts burns on the pan or Maybe something. Maybe we're smelling like the food that fell at the bottom of the oven <laughs> and it's burning. I think that's what we're smelling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got tarts to eat. Anything else you'd like? To, what else would you like to promote or tell us before we wrap up, Angie? <laughs> um, this is your show, so. Well, but it's about you. That's about you, too. You're so nice. <laughs> um, I, well, you know, let's talk about, can we talk about relationships a little bit? Sure. Do you have it. any special people in your life? Oh, I have a lot of special people <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I have some special people in my life. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you? You have some special people in your no, life? No, I'm trying to get more special people in my life. I you ever go like on like Tinder or? Um... Yeah, I got dumped recently from a Tinder date. That was the one I was telling really? you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that me. you invited to the comedy show yeah. just to use him to fill in your seat for people to be there. Yeah, you told me about that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's really listening, going, "I knew it, I knew it." <laughs> but it's great content, right? And it's truthful. <laughs> yeah, and and that was like I was like, "Great, now I got to do a comedy show after just getting dumped." <laughs> I like to say getting dumped. It was probably not that bad, but like, of course, you always make it sound worse. Mm-hmm. Like, I love see though. He yeah. dumped me. Um, dare him. I recently, I went back to like Tinder uh, a few months ago. I'm not on it now, um, but it was hard. Like, I was getting attention, but I wasn't getting any dates. Um, it seems like everybody now just wants to like eh, come over, and I'm like, ah, you're a freaking stranger. Not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, maybe tomorrow, but not, not today. <laughs> can you trick me first or just pretend like we're going to go out? Like, can we just have a date? It's so funny because, like, whenever people who haven't been on Tinder hear about Tinder, like, oh, that's for sex, you know? And I'm like, no, it's not really. Like, you know, I mean, I've been on a couple coffee dates, you know, yeah. on Tinder and stuff. But then I've also, like, you know, it's like you have to like somebody and they have to like you in order for you guys to connect. And then all of a sudden I get, like... You know, I'm available for sex for, you know, $500. And I'm like, what, what is this? You know? You, you, you match with those people? I'm like, can I pay you in gum? <laughs> can I pay you in wings? Yeah, can I pay you in lemon pepper wings? <laughs> I'll sing for you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, yeah, I think other people have caught on to those. It's, a, it's just an efficiency thing to meet people because yeah. we're so busy. But then everybody else is using it, too, as an efficiency thing. Mm-hmm. So... So, yeah, it's so I usually like this last guy that I met dated for a while. He dumped me, but I haven't gotten back on. I kind of just don't want to see him on there. Um, Yeah, it's (laughs) tough. But then, you know, but then sometimes you meet somebody, you go on a nice date and you're like, oh, this is so nice. And then you're like, oh, you know, this is great. And then I just can't seem to make anything stick. Mm -hmm. 
I have a few crushes right now of people that are kind of more in my circle. Um, but, uh, uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's so busy. It sucks. Yeah. I don't know why it comes so easy for some people and then, and not for others. Yeah. I think right now when, one of the hard times I'm having is like, everybody always goes, oh, you're so great. You're so great. And listen, that you get all, and then you're like, but why am I alone? Well, I recently seen this, um, quote and it was like. Being single nowadays is a lot being is a lot different than being single, you know, years ago because people thought, oh, well, nobody wants her. But nowadays, it's like women are like they have, you know, they know what what they're looking for mm-hmm. and, and they don't settle for anything less. So I think that's kind of a good thing, you know. It is, and I probably I talk out of both sides of my mouth there because then I'm like, yeah, being single is great because I don't have to wait for anybody. I can do what I want when I want. So I think it's a matter of finding like the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but every once in a while it kind of hits me where I'm like, oh, so sad. Well, it's a good thing you have Bixby here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna move out in six months. You know, like he doesn't talk months. back. You know, he goes outside to use the bathroom most of the time. <laughs> Claire, just kidding. <laughs> so I know, like people say, that stuff will come. I guess um, it'll happen. Maybe. Or it won't. Well, I just think right now, you know, you need to focus on your, your comedy. Yeah. And, you know, find great content. Live my best life. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Form a gang. Form a, <laughs> that's happening. That's like, we're going to get tattoos. Yes. Ride scooters without helmets. <laughs> get tattoos. You know, I kind of want a cape. Like, just like a yeah. little cape. To fly, like a pink cape. For Are we going to be the pink ladies? Something like that. But we'll, like, even better. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we'll think about that, our little girl gang. It's a networking group. For uh, sure, for sure. So I like to think of this podcast sometimes as a vision board where it's like, put it out there and then it'll come back to you. Mm-hmm. So I always like to kind of dream a little bit. So I think this gang can happen. All right. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. We have to do this again. <laughs> definitely, definitely. We'll try a different flavor of wing at that time. <laughs> Well, you mentioned the Buffalo Ranch. Yeah, I kind of want to get an order of that one of these days. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, I've been here with Angie Gomez, vocalist, radio personality, actress. Maybe after the movie comes out, we can talk about that. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, thanks so much for being here, Angie. Thanks for having me. All right, bye-bye. Bye.